This is the journey of one entrepreneur who built a successful business. After he got to the top of the hill, he decided to quit and then start over. I was really perplexed by it that I had, as a co-founder, created an environment that eventually I really didn't enjoy, and not just enjoy, but that wasn't very healthy. I'm Chad Grills, founder and CEO of Mission.org, your number one source for accelerated learning. Building a successful, profitable, and growing business is not easy. Trust me, I know. And one of the key things that has helped me through the ups and downs is learning from the best entrepreneurs in the world. Welcome to The Journey. We assume that success will make us happy, but success and happiness aren't the same thing. Business is complicated. It's hard. And did I mention it's painful? Sorry, I'm having flashbacks here. Just because you build it doesn't mean that they're going to come. Just because you pour your heart and soul into it doesn't mean that it'll succeed. And it sure doesn't mean that it's going to be fun. But it is possible for a business to make money and create happiness. But happiness isn't the normal state of affairs in business. I started a company called Higher IQ that is based here in, in, uh, in, uh, in Atlanta. And I loved it. I loved being in a really small environment where I could you know, work on lots of things. But after a couple of years, something had changed and it was not very enjoyable. And the company was growing, but, you know, kind of slowly. Um, But more than that is that I hadn't done the same thing where I hadn't infused organizational health into the company and and created alignment around what we value. And so we were just kind of kind of butting our heads together. Meet Rob Foreman. When he co-founded Higher IQ, he dreamed of creating a successful company that also provided him happiness. But it didn't quite work out that way. From a financial standpoint, the business was a success, but Rob was feeling empty. We were 10 people, um, about a million in revenue, and, and it was still, even at that stage, we had a you know, dysfunction where we, were, we weren't aligned on things. My wife started keeping track of my, what we would call good day, bad day. I'd come home, she'd say, yeah, good day or bad day. And one day she pulled out a calendar and it had 90 days in a row of bad days. And what she shared is that you're a better husband than this. You're a better father than this. Like you're, you're taking it home. You're not like, you got to make a change. You got to figure this out. And, and by some standards, yeah, I got a business going. It's actually still running today. So I got a business going, raise capital. Got what was not successful was the cohesion of the team, the, the clarity on the vision and the mission, the clarity on how we behave and how we treat each other. Company culture is critical to the health of any business. Happy employees are often the most productive, but Rob and his co-founder, and even his employees, weren't on the same page about the company's direction. Despite being the one responsible for casting the vision and inspiring his team, Rob felt like he was failing. He wasn't happy with the way he was leading, and it created problems in the business and at home. And those problems brought pain. IRAQ was a high degree of pain. I had a lot of pain, a lot of lessons. And so thinking about how, what, what is the type of leader that I want to be? What is the type of life I want to lead? What's the legacy I want to leave behind? Because I know that when I was at higher IQ, and granted, I didn't have anyone to blame but myself since I was a co-founder, but that when I was underperforming, when I was not in a healthy environment, I was a worse husband and a worse father at home. 
And when I'm a worse father and a worse husband at home, then I take that back to work. And it's this spiral that can, can kind of uh, can get away from us. And that's actually what led to the change. Rob left higher IQ, believing he had failed as a leader. But did he fail? Or did he recognize that he made a mistake and just corrected it? At the end of the day, he did build a very successful business. It just wasn't one that he wanted to run. And that is perfectly fine. Rob walked away feeling like he had no desire to jump back into the startup game anytime soon. But that all changed when he met Kyle Porter. When we come back, we'll hear Rob talk about what it was like to face his fears and start over, and what it was like to get his hopes up again after meeting Kyle. The journey is sponsored by our friends at Salesforce Essentials. We use Salesforce Essentials every day, and it's part of our own business journey. Essentials combines sales and service tools in a single app to help small businesses win customers and keep them happy. See how Salesforce Essentials can help you be your best business at salesforce.com slash the journey. Kyle Porter was in the process of launching a new business called Salesloft when a friend introduced him to Rob. Given his recent experience at Higher IQ, it would have been easy for Rob to simply take a pass on meeting Kyle. Nobody would have faulted him for taking a break and exploring his options. When you do decide to quit, it doesn't mean it's the end of the road. There's another option that comes after quitting something. You can choose to learn from it and do things differently the next time. You can quit and then start over. Sometimes it might feel like you can't ever start over until you meet the right person. We just really hit it off. We were both really passionate about this idea of, of a value-centric business. And then we were both really passionate about sales and technology. When Kyle and I came together, we had both been knocked down a peg or two. We had both failed at what we were doing. We had a healthy dose of humility. And so we were really looking for you know, complementary skill sets with products and sales. More than that, though, we were looking for someone who was aligned on creating a, a healthy company. When I, when I started my last company, I didn't think about it that way. The, the biggest thing is just not dying, right? Just, just get something built, get something sold, don't die. That's the mantra. What I learned is that it doesn't actually take a lot of effort to create organizational health. You just do slightly different things. And so we kind of like I've always said, we want to be aligned. We want to decide what our values are, create a strong sense of rhythm within the business, focus on creating something that we think really long-term about. We're not just kind of building something to sell it or building a, a, you know, a little side business. We want to create a really great environment. Creating a great environment and culture became one of the core values at SalesLoft. That philosophy would guide everything from the types of products they created and sold to the people they hired. The team and culture were now as important to Rob as was making money. He'd learned that fostering a healthy environment was his responsibility and the key to his personal and business success. And at SalesLoft, he had the energy to build it. Starting over gives us a clean slate where we can see things in a new light. In that new light, Rob realized that now he had the power to do things differently and impact people's lives in an entirely new way. At SalesLoft, I want our people to experience a great environment, and then I want them to carry it forward and create great environments in other companies in the future. That's the legacy that, that I want to leave behind. And so everything we do at SalesLoft is through the lens of values. Culture is defined as our values consistently applied. You know, we have 
ping pong tables and chess boards and free lunch and all that stuff. That's not culture. That's just perks, which are fine too. But when we are applying our culture, our values, then we feel this energy from everyone operating from the same sheet of music. I think about it like a flower box analogy. If I gave you a seed and said, make this flower grow, what you would do is pretty predictable. You wouldn't coach the, the seed, you wouldn't yell at the seed. You would create an environment where the seed grows. You would put good soil, you put it in a box, you would water it, a little bit of sun, and then you would wait. And so that's what I talk to our people about is that each of us have flower boxes that we are attending to. Everyone who reports to me, I'm responsible for creating the environment where they have what they need to grow. They are responsible for growing. They, I, the seed grows itself. I don't grow the seed. Rob and Kyle's new venture is working. Salesloft is growing rapidly, and the company was recently ranked number four on Battery Ventures' list of 50 highest-rated private cloud computing companies to work for. But it's still not easy. Creating a healthy work environment for his team and a financially successful business takes constant effort and focus. Rob has seen what happens to businesses when he doesn't prioritize organizational health, and he's determined not to make those same mistakes again. Having to wrestle with really big, heavy questions around, you know, what's important in life and what are we good at and all those things, it kind of was all happening at the same time and gave me, I guess, a lot of food for thought on how I wanted to prioritize my life and behave. And the, the constraints of having a family at the same time as starting the company forced me to prioritize ruthlessly. And this idea around values really helped with that. Creating a vibrant company culture requires focused, intentional work. The big questions about values and goals must be confronted and answered. There's no such thing as a set-it-and-forget-it culture. That's not how great cultures are created. For Rob, learning that lesson was a painful one. To learn it, he had to quit and start over. But he didn't let those early failures or quitting define him. Instead, he recognized the truth, that the only true failure is not learning from our mistakes. The only real failure happens when we're too afraid to quit and stay stuck in the same rut forever. Henry Ford once said, Failure is the only opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. Maybe you're thinking about quitting something. Before you do, think deeply about it. Sometimes you need to quit, and sometimes you need to persevere. Only you will know the right answer. If you do quit, make sure you start over again. When you start over, remember, you're not the same person you were before. This time, you're armed with new insights. Remember that what you build matters. How you lead and build culture, it matters too. And you have the power to change yourself and the people around you. It is possible to build a business that is both successful and fulfilling. You can always learn something from quitting, but you can also learn something even greater when you have the courage to start over. Thank you again to our friends at Salesforce Essentials for sponsoring the journey. Our team at The Mission uses Salesforce Essentials every day. Salesforce makes the leading CRM and they created Salesforce Essentials especially for small businesses. It combines sales and service tools in a single app to help you win customers and build your business. It's affordable, it's made for small businesses just like yours, and it includes in-app tutorials so you never get lost. Try it for free today. Visit salesforce.com slash the journey to start your free trial. 
or click the link in our show notes. We love Salesforce Essentials and you will too. 